What's up, everyone? Welcome back to It's Literally Fine, the podcast. Marie here with Emily. What's up? Getting to oh. get... Oh, nice oh. voice. So the reason why M sounds like she's uh, got no voice is because, you know, the Cardinals are playing on Sunday Night Football. Big she game. Big win. Mind, so M was up to yelling at the TV last night. Till about was, 1 a.m., so yeah. That was her. I texted Maria last night, and I was like, honestly, man, like I might not be able to record the pod tomorrow because my voice is going to be gone. I'm shaking And she's like, head. you need to literally reserve your voice you need to literally not yeah and i was like i can't help it like i get way too into it but moral story the cardinals won an ot so when em watches the cardinals it's like the world doesn't exist i was like hey did you post on social no i'm like okay i guess i'll just do it because yeah because like i get so zoned into the game and like i just want to win so badly i'm just way too competitive like that but the seahawks are five and oh so this was this was a huge big win big win i know a lot of people had money on that game oh i'm sure they lost a lot of money last night it's got to hurt a little bit but yeah how was your weekend maria it was good it was uh quite eventful i was was quite busy all weekend um but yeah i just chilled hung out and um got home yesterday and literally went to bed at like 10 o'clock at night i was exhausted i was so tired i don't even know what's going on i don't know if it's the weather but i get so tired so early and i'm like am i old or is it just like i think like everything's gotten busier these days and the weather's colder you just don't want to be like you just want to sleep in longer. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like it's that kind of vibe, but yeah. Yeah. But yeah. today guys, it is the final episode of season one. It's, it's very bittersweet for us mm-hmm. because we blinked and we're already here, but we're just so, so thankful and so, so grateful, happy yeah. that we've been able to do this. And as you all requested, we have questions that we're going to be answering that you guys have submitted this week. And Em and I are going to both answer every question so you get an even answer from each yeah. one. And we're just really, really happy that you guys are so interactive with us and we're and we're excited the to answer these, these questions. Exactly. What inspired us to start the podcast? Um, okay. So I think like what inspired us is we'd always worked together um, very clo- closely through school. So like we mentioned in our our episode about creating our magazine, we were partners for that. We kind of co-founded that together. So that kind of stemmed the relationship and like work friendship we got out of this, I think, because like we knew we, we worked together really well. Yeah. We always loved doing things together that it kind of went from there. And then over the past year during right before quarantine, we were like, wouldn't it be so funny if we started a podcast? Like that's kind of how it started because we both love to talk. That's not a secret. And we're both really loud. Yeah, we just thought it would be like a fun idea. We honestly didn't know how it was going to go when we started. We I don't think not. we were like, let's yeah. see how this goes. Like, it'll be fun for us to get together every week and talk about stupid shit. Like, I don't know. And then um, you guys obviously loved it, which was amazing for us. And um, we loved like interacting with you guys all season. So, yeah, I guess like I, I think what inspired us was like our friendship. I think that like that inspired us to start the podcast, like and the grounds we've built our friendship on because we have so many things to talk about, so many laughs, so many memories together. So I think that that's what I think inspired. What do you you think, though? Obviously, as as I'm answered, we went to school together. We just had all this experience working with one another. And and I think what inspired us was all the memories we made through our own friendship. I think the fact that we've laughed and and cried and fought like all of those different emotions and different experiences we've gone through is the reason why we did this because 
we're not the only two friends who have gone through half this stuff. 100%. We're not the only two friends who who deal with heartbreak, laughter, and all, all the emotions right. in, in yeah. between, right? So I think we just wanted to be real. And you and I had the conversation. We're like, if there's no one out, out there that's just relatable on a natural level, who else is going to do it? So we were just like, let's no, be I, these people. Let's be I, those, I those friends. Agree. So yeah. we were really happy to do that. Yeah, I think that's the gist of it. So what, the next question we got was, what is your best quality that you like about yourself? Yeah. I think my best quality is I'm very adaptable. I can adapt to any situation, any friends. Like if I meet new people, I'm able to adapt. If I don't know you upon meeting you, I can catch your vibe and I can chill with you and it can be completely normal. Like we've been friends for years. Like I think that's maybe my best quality is like I can like kind of um, learn what you're like within minutes and kind of adapt to what your vibe is and what you're feeling and like the situation around us. I think that's, does that make sense? No, that makes sense. Yeah, I think that's my best quality. Um, (laughs) I think my best quality would be how passionate I am about like anything in life. Yeah, that's true. I'm a very passionate person, especially if I care about it. But like, even if it's not something that like I'm fully um, into, I'm just really, really passionate about it. Like I put all my energy into everything. Mm-hmm. And I think when you have passion, you have success. So that's For sure. just I agree. Yeah. my, my best quality, I think. The next one is what is your best physical quality? Oh God. Oh God. Um, what do you think? Em? What's your best physical quality? That's really hard. That I hard. don't know. Um, I don't know. I feel like I get a lot of comments on how tall I am. Like, is that that's yeah, a physical that's quality, a physical right? Quality. Like, that's a good physical quality. I feel like I have very long legs. Maybe that's my best physical quality. But I would say my smile. Actually, I think yeah, you that's my best smile. <laughs> yes, yeah. it's so nice. I'm like staring at Marie, and she's like staring. I'm at like me, smiling like. back at her. Like, yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> I think yeah, my smile probably is my best quality. I think. What about you? Um, I think my eyes are definitely, yeah, uh, definitely. I, have, I have massive eyes. Um, everyone tells me that. So I think those are definitely, um, yeah. a good quality. And I get told just cause I played soccer, my legs are muscular. Everyone tells me. Yeah. Like very similar. I, have, I have very nice legs. I mean, I don't ever really look at myself in the mirror and go, Hey Marie, hey, I, I love nice my legs. legs. I know that's what people think, but yeah. I think my eyes are my best quality. Um, what is your worst physical quality? My worst. Oh, well, if we want to get technical, I would say my worst physical quality is my nose. What? I hate my nose. I hate my nose. That or, well, I mean, this is a personal thing though, right? Like yeah. I don't like, I would love to have a flat stomach and like abs all the Me time, too. but like I don't have that. Yeah. So that's changeable though. I mean, I guess the nose is changeable too, but it costs a lot more to change that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'd say my nose probably. I don't know. I just don't like how I have a bump in my nose. I have the same thing. It just irritates me. I want to get plastic surgery. So any sugar daddies out there wanting to fund that Dear for me, God. let me know. Thank oh. you. <laughs> Last week, I was telling them to shine the light if they're the one. And then now she's asking for sugar daddies. Pardon me. Oh, my God. Um, My worst physical quality. Oh, I don't know. I, I, I would probably say my nose as well. Um, I, yeah. yeah. My stomach. I wish I had rock hard abs. But I don't. that's what I'm saying. Like, um, I wish I had that, too. But we don't. So I wish I was a little bit shorter. <laughs> really that's yeah. so interesting why because i put heels on and i tower over everybody then again like i'm not even that tall like i'm like no like there's definitely taller people in the world i just well, i like my tallness i like being tall yeah so you just put me beside my sisters in like a picture and i look like yeah they're just short michael jordan them. and they're both tiny so it's it's, it's, really it's just funny it works like that yeah yeah so what is the best opportunity the podcast has given us i don't think there's been a best one yet there hasn't been a best opportunity yet. I would say though, for me, um, with my job in PR, like I have the ability to work with a lot of 
brands through Instagram and also through um, just my job itself. And I, I do feel like the podcast kind of launched something for you and I that yeah. showed that we have initiative and showed that we have drive and we want to do something like we didn't chill around in quarantine. Like obviously we chilled. Okay. Don't get me wrong. But like we didn't like waste our time no, in quarantine no, no, and no, do no. nothing. Like yeah. some people took this time during the pandemic to be like, well, you know what? I don't need to do anything. So I'm not going to do anything like mm-hmm. as an excuse, which is totally fair. I, we, that was us for like the first little half of it. But then we used the second half of quarantine to launch the podcast. Yeah. And I think that that shows something about you and I is that we didn't waste our time and we no. took this time and use it to our advantage. And even when we literally like you were in lockdown, we like still, we were, we're doing stuff. We were still, still managing stuff. Like it, yeah. we, we are very passionate about the podcast. And I think that that shines through to people mm-hmm. and like opens up opportunities for us to work with brands. For and, like, sure. We've had conversations with um, PR agencies about what brands you want to work with next year and like what we should do from here. What's the best move? Should we do video, not do video and all that? I think that that is like an opportunity itself. Um, that's really come out of this year. For yeah. Us. I think for myself, um, I think the opportunity it's given me is to learn how to edit again. Yeah, for sure. And honestly, Maria is a great editor. I don't touch editing at all. Okay. <laughs> Just putting that out there. It's, it's definitely hard. Like I, we, we learned audio and editing in university. Yeah. And when I took an editing course in university, I barely was paying attention, to be honest. I'm not even going to lie. Like, I was good-ish. I wasn't really like, I'm going to ever do this. So for me to, like, have picked up the software again, the computer again, the audio software again, and I was like, it just, it gave me another skill that I was trying to develop in the first place. So I'm really happy that it's given me that opportunity. And Em and I have just learned to, like, use our own skills and grow them even further. So I think those are the best opportunities we've been able to use. Yeah, and I think personally for me, like, since Maria, like, answered very personally there with editing. I think for me, like I went into university kind of, I wanted to be on air. Like I wanted to be a reporter for the NFL or MLB, whatever. Um, you can't tell I'm a huge NFL fan. Yeah. And, surprise, surprise. um, but then as university went on over the four years, I kind of lost that like love for hosting and being on air and reporting. And I kind of went towards the marketing side, which I do love and enjoy doing. And the same thing with PR. However, I do think the podcast for me has kind of given me a little bit more confidence mm-hmm. to speak and to like make videos on Instagram, like Instagram stories of me speaking about brands and stuff. I probably wouldn't have done that years yeah. ago. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, but having a podcast every week where your voice is out there for people to listen to, it's, it gives you something. Do you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. like, I feel like it mm-hmm. gave me like my confidence back to pursue jobs like that or to look at things and like, maybe I want to do that one day, like that kind of thing. Of course. You know? It opens so, up your eyes to a lot more opportunities, which yeah, is... Yeah, I think so. Yeah. How do you overcome friends and family who secretly envy you and your success? Very interesting question. That is a very interesting very question. Very intense. I mean, for myself, my family's so supportive. So like, I, they, they're, they're like my number one cheerleaders through everything that I do. Like, they're always go Maria, go project, go this, go that. They're just always in my corner. So for them, there's nothing really I could say about my family. But friends, I've had a lot of friends who either are very proud of you or are very jealous of you. Right. The friends who are jealous of you aren't your friends. (laughs) So they're the ones that should be gone. Um, But I think if you overcome, how to overcome envy is just like, you got to stay humble. You have to understand that you're working here for yourself like you're trying to make yourself successful so any comment or any person who comes in your way you almost just have to accept it take it in move on right that's the way like i overcome that kind of stuff i don't know if that answers the question no i think properly so. I, I don't know i i'm very fortunate to have very 
supportive friends. Yeah, and family, I mean, I guess maybe some people aren't. You know what I mean? No, there. Like, I've, I've, even when I first started working for TFC, I've lost friends because yeah, they either can't handle like everything that goes on with that in terms of like schedule, and some people find like. If you're doing something on air or for example, like the podcast, right. They're like, Oh, you're too good for other people. Right. Right. And it's right. like, we've never omitted that energy. And it's like, Big speaking, word. I, I'm using, Whoa. I, I was not expecting that. <laughs> that like threw me off. <laughs> Why? Like said, I don't know. It just was, like came out and I was like, Whoa, that was like actually very intelligent. Not that she's not intelligent all the time, but sometimes <laughs> she surprises me. <laughs> Sorry. But it's true. Like we don't, we don't put out that energy. So I think, if people already think that and have that jealousy around it, you just got to know to push them out of the way. Yeah. And I think the difference between me and Maria or Maria and I, should I say, is that Maria grew up in Aurora, which is like downtown was very like a thing you guys would do is come downtown with your friends and whatever else. So not in terms of the podcast and over and like secretly envying you and your success. But I would say that like I'm from Oshawa and like when you're in Oshawa, you don't really get out of Oshawa. In most cases, you kind of stay within the hub. You stay within the hub, and like honestly, I can't bash it. I live there. Like I, I grew up there. Yeah. But the thing and is, it's taking is, me around Oshawa, great place, great place. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say that like I got a lot of flack, I guess, from people I went to high school with who were like, "She thinks she's so sick because she moved downtown Toronto. Toronto." Yeah. And I'm like, guys, can we just like take a second? A, I've been here seven years now, seven years. So like. I would say now I'm from Toronto because I've literally almost been here 10 years. Yeah. Like, let's take a moment. But the flack I got was like, even like, I rem- I remember this so distinctly and it obviously still bothers me to this day. In first year, I came back for Thanksgiving and was with all my friends from home, which I was obviously still tight with because we had all just graduated. Yeah. And one of the comments I overheard one of my friends saying was, yeah, Emily thinks she's so cool because she lives downtown Toronto now. It's like, Hey, I don't, I don't really know where you got that from, but like, why can't I be excited? And the reason this friend said this was because I was excited that I was living downtown and I had all these opportunities to work in sports. And it's like, you're going to bash me because I'm happy. Always going to say that. Like, even when I was a kid, you know, I used to act and do commercials and all that. Even from when I was at the age of like eight, nine, ten years old, I remember growing up, I'd go to dance. I had my parents put me in Greek dance. Obviously, I'm fobbled. I'd go to Greek dance. I'd go to hang out with all my friends or whatever. And there was always one person because they would see me in commercials and stuff. They'd be like, yeah, Maria just thinks she's so cool. People are going right. to say that stuff just to put you down because they're not confident in their own self. Well, yeah. So that's when you know, don't take those opinions. Don't let them go to heart and you move on because you're doing what's best for you. And I think for me, like obviously um, over time, that's kind of sifted away um but i will say that i'm thankful now that i have a group of friends around me that always support me you know what i mean and like my family has always supported me they're i'm like they're like my biggest fans like whatever so shout out our families shout out our families damn i love them um i just think that like that's more how you overcome it i guess you just don't let the haters get to you haters gonna hate they hate us because they ain't us that's not what it is yes it is no it's not they hate us because we is us and haters gonna hate and ainers gonna ain't that is not an actual thing people say do you think there's unnecessary drama working in retail all Always. right so maria and i both worked in retail we did so i worked for dynamite and garage and oak and fort i forgot about them oh my god yeah and maria worked for sport, sport check. check right that's it yeah I worked um, a lot of restaurants and sport check only. To be completely honest, I worked in retail in high school. So like there wasn't really unnecessary drama per se with my 
my workplaces. I mean, okay, actually, let's let's maybe dig into this. So I worked for Dynamite at the Oshawa Center and I had an amazing manager. Shout out Caitlin Wood. Love her to death. She's now killing it in the in at Dynamite and Garage. Mm-hmm. So I had an amazing manager and I think that helps kind of like break the drama in retail, yeah. to be honest. However, when I moved downtown for school, I, I transferred over to Garage because Dynamite and Garage are sister companies. And I was working at the garage at the Eaton Center. And to be honest, not the greatest experience. You remember those times, Maria? I remember, yep. I used to come out of class. Like, I used to leave class crying because I didn't want to go work because I hated it there. So anyways, needless to say, I was at Dynamite for two years. And I was at Garage for literally two months <clears throat> because I hated it so much. And it was terrible. It wasn't really the drama. It was more like the cattiness of the girls. Like, they weren't very welcoming, which was different because at Dynamite, I loved my job and I loved every single girl I yeah. worked with. So I didn't really have that drama. And then when I was working at Oak and Fort, honestly, it's such a chill vibe there. There was like no drama there either. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe it's different in different spaces or like how long you're there, what, what your position is. I don't know. But for me, I didn't experience that. Did you? I mean, there was always like, Sport Check was kind of like, it was a, it's a big store. Everyone has different departments. So yeah, it's, it's always like within big. the department. But like, if you got put on like, change room or like you got put on like merchandise stock like you just knew you were in trouble for something oh you're, and, interesting yeah or like if you had to like tag clothing you're just sitting there with a box of tags tagging clothing that all sounds day terrible i mean to be honest like sometimes i had to volunteer for it because i didn't want to talk to anyone yeah that's fair <laughs> so it's like i'm good i'll sit in the i'll sit back here and just yeah. tag i'm fine let me do it but there was always a lot of that or like if you were on cash because i worked cash too okay yeah so did i um I remember I used to like, if you got put on the downstairs cash, it sucked because you were like in the back of like the mall, basically. But if you were on the upstairs front cash, like you were front and center. So you were like the one that everybody saw when you walked in and you were like the, like the the big, busier cash, like the better cash. So there was always drama with that or like, or what your like end duties were. So like there was always that kind of stuff, but like everyone I worked with, was like pretty cool for the most part. Like. I worked in a sports store, so realistically, it wasn't like super catty. But my older sister worked in Aritzia. Oh God! I'm and sure that was it just was lovely. like it was. She was like, I had to leave. It's so catty in there. Um, I've heard I know, about the Aritzia. I know culture, some though. girls who work at Aritzia, like they're really cool girls, like they're really sweet. But I know there's a lot of like drama that happens in there because like you just like commission sale. Yeah, like you have to put your your number down. Yeah. So fair. like if they're trying to get a sale for the day, you know that like they're that number. Even when I was in there the other day, like there was like two girls like fighting over who was going to get the sale. Like I yeah, was like, that sounds brutal. this is a lot for me. I just want to get this tracksuit. <laughs> yeah. And I think maybe like for Dynamite, like we still had like you had to sell a certain amount. You had a goal every day, but it was more like there wasn't commission on it. It was just like your personal goal. Like you need to sell 704 hours. Yeah. So you know? I know the way Aritzia works is if you don't sell a certain amount a day, you'll get put on like, or you'll, you'll get less and less shifts. So that's, yeah. That's yeah. Terrible. So that was what, what was happening. I don't know if it's changed since, but that what was that. That's not English. That Actually, was what was like happening when my sister was working there. So I was like, yeah, I'd rather pass. But yeah, it's... either way, I still love Aritzia. It's great clothes. Yeah, me too. I just, I don't, I don't ever want to work in retail again. Let's just put that out there and manifest that in the universe. I can't. How do you overcome slumps of anxiety? Yeah. Okay. So when I have anxiety, um, I usually try and point around me, no matter where I am, five things I'm thankful for. Okay. Um, or proud of around me or, um, positive around me. doesn't need to be something I'm proud of because I could literally be in the middle of the street. And if I feel anxiety coming on or something, I usually just try and look at five things that are grounding. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's kind of the way I work at it. 
um if i'm having anxiety it just honestly depends on what it is usually right um but i'm not i'm not gonna i don't suffer from anxiety the way other people suffer from anxiety mine's more like targeted anxiety right um i know some people have general anxiety or have like uh triggered anxiety i know some people deal with it a little bit differently yeah um but that's just the way i see it and then i always just try to remember that this day might be a bad day but tomorrow's gonna be a better day so that's right. the way i look at things when i do suffer from it what about yourself i think for me uh, my anxiety comes very randomly. It usually like to get right down to the nitty gritty. It usually comes after a night of drinking, like the morning after I have like crippling which is, anxiety. Which is fair because drinking is obviously. Which like, is obviously yeah. like that stems from the alcohol, which is your own fault in a way because you're doing that to yourself. Um, I don't know where it comes from, actually. That's the thing I think that I struggle with. I don't know. It'll hit me at random times and I'll be super anxious or I'll yeah. be like laying in my bed and I'm like, why do I feel anxiety? Like I'm doing nothing and I have nothing planned today. Like what's the anxiety for? You know, I think maybe this year my anxiety has been worse because of the pandemic and the virus course, and everything yeah. going on. And just the added, the added fear of the virus affecting you and your loved ones and your friends. But in terms of like general anxiety, I get anxiety about different things like before, like a big job or if I have to speak to something that I'm not sure I know exactly everything on, like stuff like that, where the anxiety comes from. I don't know. It, it's very interesting. Anxiety is weird because you sometimes you can't pinpoint. You it can't the pinpoint time. it. There's been days I've literally like yourself. I've been sitting at home and like I could, I can feel my body and like my heart start to race. And well, like, yeah. And yeah, I'm literally like, why am I, why am I even anxious right now? No. Yeah, like what's the reason um, for that? Yeah. But I guess in terms of overcoming it, I just, I do a lot of like meditating and like breathing. And now I have the Apple Watch, so it tells me to breathe, which I think is amazing because it actually makes a difference. And I'm like, like taking that extra breath, you know what I mean? Like maybe when I'm outside and I'm anxious or I'm walking to work, you know what I mean? So I don't know, like I guess that like drinking a lot of water helps me with, helps yeah. with anxiety or helps me at least. Exercising, I find if I'm really anxious, I'll go for a run. Yeah. Um, exercising is a huge um help when it comes to your mental health mental health or i'll go for a walk like trying just getting, to yeah, walk try and getting out of the house is the best thing you can do i always yeah. try and go for a walk or at least just like even if it's literally going for a drive with yeah. my friends like that's the best way to just be like yeah. okay you know what i'm gonna go out for a drive get out of my house get some fresh air take a breath because sometimes when you're confined in the same walls all day especially because of covid yeah your mind starts to circulate and do a lot of yeah. thinking when it and then you start to overthink over the littlest things. So no, it's trying true. to get yourself out and doing what you both said definitely helps us both. No, I agree. Yeah. What is the one thing <laughs> you love doing together? Well, there's many. There's many. That's why we have this podcast. <laughs> um, one thing we love doing together. If we could pinpoint something. Making memories. Yeah. I think that. And I think like obviously now because M and I's schedules are very busy but even just like when we get the chance to just chill yeah and hang out and just get food or like yeah it's it's nice like even the other night after you recorded the podcast like em and i just sat and watched a bit of the um the game and we literally just hung out and talked while we like we did their own little yeah, things and it, and was it was like just nice to be in each other's peaceful. presence yeah no exactly yeah. like we just sat there she edited a little bit i didn't do shit <laughs> 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 i watched the game but like it was just like us just chilling on the couch like literally those like that hour of us just hanging out and then I would like say something to her and we'd have a conversation about it and then we go back to watch the game. like I find like friends you can have a piece a comfortable silence with yeah 
is a true friend. I honestly will say that because I've had friends who like need to fill the gap of silence. And it's because I think they feel awkward because no one's talking. But Marie and I can literally sit in silence for hours. (laughs) There was one day. And it's totally fine. There was one day I was driving M back from my house. And literally, I'm pretty sure the entire way home, there was maybe two words to converse. We didn't speak at all. (laughs) She literally looked at me and got off the highway and she's like, we didn't talk at all. And I started laughing and she goes, that's when you know we're best friends. And I started dying laughter. Because like, we were literally just chilling and like, we were like staring at the road. Like it was just, it was funny, but we don't need to film that conversation because 90% of the time, we already know what's going on in each other's lives. Yeah, that's so fair. But like, sometimes you just need those moments like, to be with I know that sounds weird to be with someone but not talk but not talk yeah. do you know what yeah. I mean it's like that comfortability that you're like okay this this girl's got me like I just need a second to like think yeah. you know what I mean and then of course I know the answer you guys are all looking for yes Emma and I love to go out we and love drinking we, we love a few beverages. you know what I mean like, we, we, we have when a great time when we first time. got this question Maria sends it to me she goes drinking that's the answer <laughs> yeah. drinking and I'm like in correct. quotations you were yeah. crying laughter we were laughing so hard it was funny but yes of course we we love to do a lot of things together yeah. we spend a lot of time together so everything everything, everything. is the answer what is your favorite food spot are we talking downtown well she's gonna say the danforth 100 percent. oh my god no just because i'm greek does not mean i, have I, I thought that's what you were gonna say no honestly okay fine we'll do toronto that's so hard there's so many good places i know okay if i'm i'm gonna say toroni interesting i love okay. toroni i love that place i could go there every day of the week and have a burrata and a nice bowl of pasta to my face and yeah. i'd be content i really like the good son yeah they're good they're they're really good that place place is really really good i'm trying to think of where we went this summer but i mean (laughs) coronavirus lee's is really good but it's always talk about lee's but i've never been really good it's it's just a it's a bougie place yeah um but it's really good i i enjoy that there but honestly like i have to say Toroni. okay yeah i mean that makes sense pasta yeah okay so on top of that what's your favorite date spot are we talking restaurant yeah oh i don't know that's hard do you have a favorite one you go first for a date, I'm okay, but we already, I'm a very simple. Yeah, I know. We've, okay, so we've kind of, I don't know if you guys have listened to the everything dating episode, but Em and I are very simple when it comes to dates. We don't really care. Yeah. To I don't need to be taken to like some bougie ass, like bottles, like kind of place. Like I just don't yeah. need to, I don't need to do that. I, I would rather, like I said, walk along the waterfront with a coffee, pumpkin spice preferably. Oh my gosh, she's literally <laughs> quoting herself. I'm deja vu right now. But like, I mean, I guess if I had to pick a restaurant, I know this sounds super cliche, but I love the keg. No, it's not cliche. I love the keg. Yeah. I just, I can't get enough of the keg. I don't know what it is. It's good every single time. It you know is. the consistency in a restaurant? Yeah. Not saying places downtown aren't like that. There is a lot of great restaurants downtown, but like the keg, every single time you go, you know that steak's going to be yum. Oh my God. You know, that wine's going to be crisp. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's j Lord That's what I'm saying. So I think the keg, what about you? Aretta. That's what I was thinking for you. I'm trying to think. I do love Aretta. I still have never been. It's so good. You know what places I haven't been? Aretta, Ruby Soho, Lee's. Like, what's going on with me? Um, If I did, honestly, I'd probably just say freaking Taroni again. Wow. She loves. I really love at that Taroni. At Taroni. Sponsor <laughs> us. <laughs> no, because you know what? It's a really cute atmosphere in there. You can talk. It's not too loud. The lights yeah. are dim. The food's great. Like, food I just feel really like good. it's, it's, it's really nice. Or for me, like, I don't. Honestly, like, I don't really care. Like, I also love sushi. Mm-hmm. So for me, mm-hmm. like, I mean, obviously, like, 
not the first date. I don't want to be shoving back a California roll. Yeah. Looking like yeah. <laughs> well, I mouth. also can't use chopsticks, so that you would can? not be a good date for me. No, I can't. I use my... Okay, this sounds so savage. Oh my God, it's ratchet. I use my hands. Oh my God, my sister's the same. Like my fingers, like my thumb and my index finger. Oh my God, you're so... It's so savage. Like I can't... I could never go on a... I've only ever gone out with my girlfriend. Just use a fork. Some places don't give you forks and I don't want to be like annoying. Be like, can I have a fork? Cause I'm like, that probably, you know how many times it happens a day? I, just I know. So I just fork. shove it back with my fingers. There you go. I, I'm going to teach you how to use chopstick. Can chopsticks. you do that? I can't speak English today. I think this is two weeks in a row. You're not <laughs> being able to speak English personally. <laughs> I think but, I need uh, lessons. I'm all frazzled. Yeah. I'm going to teach you how to use chopsticks. Let's do it. I'm holding you to that. Okay. Next question is what is your type? Are we talking physical, mental, I think I've kind of really narrowed down recently what my type is. Athlete. Oh my God. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Sorry, I'm just going to state the obvious here. Over the last year, we've really narrowed it down to one thing and one thing only. Jock type. Jock, like hopefully a little bit taller than me at least, you know, so I can wear heels. Not that they don't have to be like super ripped. But like, obviously like good build on them. Like I've, I'm a really big sucker for nice teeth and a nice smile. Like, mm-hmm. wow, that is my thing. Eyes are like, yeah, like if they have nice eyes, that's obviously great. But like definitely the teeth and like the tallness and like the athlete vibe is my my type, I would say. But that at the same time, I'm, I don't want to like sound mean, but athletes aren't the smartest people ever. So like I'm just being straight up. Am I wrong? No. no, I'm just lying. so they're not the smartest people. So on the other side of that is I like a smart athlete is what I'm trying to get at. Like okay. can carry a conversation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I yeah. find sometimes with some athletes, like you're just pulling teeth from them and it's like, give me something here. And I feel like I'm a talker. So I talk and talk and talk and talk. And like when you're not answering me back or you're just fully just staring at me talking, yeah. that's not really going to sit well with me because I need to have a conversation. I'm like a social person. Yeah. So I, I feel like someone who has, who can carry a conversation would be ideal. Yeah. I'm just, that was, wow. That was really blunt, but it's, it's to the point. So what's your type, Maria? <laughs> um, be careful what you say. <laughs> um, listen, I don't really, like, I don't think you really have one, to be honest. I, I, yeah, I don't think so. Either. I don't really, like, I don't. Um, I used to think European for you, like anyone European yeah. was your thing. For me, like, I don't know. I just, I, yeah, I don't really have like a look. Like, and I, I think I've, I, you've, I, everyone I've talked to looks pretty different. Yeah. I, I just, honestly, I just want someone I can carry a conversation with who can yeah, handle like my thing. energy. Now I'm starting to sound like M with this freaking energy word. Here we go. Um, I, someone who can actually handle my personality and energy. Um, someone who can like relate to me in a lot of ways and make me laugh. That's my, type. oh yeah. Make and me who's laugh. a good, good person. I like, obviously want someone who's going to be able to like do fun things with me and like be active with me. So like, that's what I'm looking for. I don't think necessarily it needs to be like a certain type of person. I don't really have a type, like I said. So as long as they make me happy, I'm fine. Yeah. I think the laughing is a big one. If you can, you need to be able to make me laugh. Cause like, it's just a huge, it's a huge deal for me. Anyways, moving on. Okay. Yeah. This question is for you. So MLSC mafia, no opportunities for new people coming in. What do you think about that maria i mean i don't think mlsc is a mafia <laughs> by it's any weird, means um, it's a it's a definitely an interesting way to ask the question i don't think there's no opportunities for new people at all because i was a new person and i've had and received 
plenty of opportunity. MLSC hires hundreds of new interns a year and they literally rotate them every four months, I believe, because that's how many opportunities they try and give. And if you make, if you get the internship and you make yourself available and you work towards getting yourself into the the company yeah. showing that you deserve to be there you'll get more and more opportunities right i think you need to take the reins and create those opportunities for yourself. That's the only way you're going to get opportunity at MLSC. You can go out and talk to people and try and ask if there's projects, sure. But at the end of the day, like you need to make sure that if you're coming into MLSC and you want an opportunity to work on something with the least Raptors TFC, you need to make yourself known that you're worth it. Well, like, come on, people. Like, it's not like, this is like every job. It's yeah. not just MLSC. You're not going to walk into a job and get given everything handed to you. Exactly. Like, you got to you gotta prove yourself. Show that you have the work, exactly. work ethic. Show that you have the drive. Like this is like every other single job. It's not just MLSC. Exactly. And and in, in terms of like new opportunities for people, every time I've been in the office, there's someone new. Yeah, for sure. Someone new. And obviously I haven't been in the office recently, but I'm telling you on every email, there's someone, someone new in our workplace. Someone's been introduced. And I just think there's a lot, there's a lot of opportunity. So there's your answer. Okay. When is it okay to shoot your shot with a girl on the street? And which place, which places are inappropriate? Sorry. Okay. So when I first read this question, I thought it was literally like on the street. Like, you know, when they say that saying like she's off the streets. Oh my God. Like she's from the street. That's what I thought of when I, okay. So anyways, um, when is it okay? Um, okay. Well, I mean, I'm not the greatest person to answer this question because like I, like I said, I'm very awkward, um, on the streets. I don't like PDA and like that. So like, I okay, no one's trying to make out with you the minute they <laughs> I know but like also like for example I've been out on the street with like my friends and then guys be like hey like just come right up to you, like hey what are you doing today where are you going it's like that's not it okay no that's not the that's way not you approach at all. the situation no I think if you're standing in the street okay if we're gonna make this literal and you're literally standing in the street in you're the street. on the sidewalk okay and someone comes up to you the way to approach that is hi how are you how are you and then the girl, 90% of the time, will answer. Good. How are you? Yeah. And then you say, listen, I thought um, you're really cute. I think you and I would be great to go on a date together. Or I'd like to take you on a date. I think you have a good nice, I don't know, face. I don't. Yeah, know. which is like, that's like fine. But like, to be honest, like, I don't, I don't recommend any of that at all. That's just me. I know like some guys are going to be like, oh, well, then when am I going to see her again? Or when am I going to get that opportunity? DM, again? If you, bro. If you're some random, how are they going to find you on Instagram? They don't know your name. They don't know where Hi, you live. What's your Instagram? That's also sometimes weird. I mean, some people find like, they, yeah. what if their Instagram is private? You have a more open Instagram, so it's different. I think That's if fair. they don't, you say, hey, listen, I think you're really cute. I'd like to take you out. Um, if you're comfortable, I'd like to have your Instagram or your number. If you're comfortable, make sure you always say if you're comfortable because then the girl will approach it with, okay, you know what? He's trying to see if like I am okay and I am comfortable and then maybe I'll, I'll approach it. But okay. then again, right now, because of COVID, highly recommend you don't approach someone in the street. <laughs> I don't recommend. <laughs> That's just our thoughts. Um, but yeah, then again, like, I don't know. I, I know the, where M's coming from in terms of like having a random guy come so up to awesome. you. It is a little awkward. I even get thrown off and I talk to everybody. So yeah. like, I'm just kind of like, yeah. only if you really have to. Like, if you think that girl's going to be like, okay, I'm down, then you do that. Next question is from someone we miss and love so much. Um, when are you visiting me in LA? When they so, open the damn Josh, 
We will be coming to visit you in LA when the borders are open and are it's safe to travel. Yes. Obviously, that is what we've been wanting to do since um, April. Yeah, so my bag is still packed. It's I'm just still gonna, packed. It's, it's, just, it's, just, it's just sitting there. So yeah, that's when we'll be back out. We just, I just really hope that coronavirus is like under control by like next summer. I mean, I just keep saying February. I I'm like vanish, vanish, please vanish know, in February. But it's just like I just need it to go away. Like I think that. We would have so much fun traveling, you and I. We'd be taking It's Literally Fine International. I know. We'd record a podcast there. So fun. I know. The dreams. So that's when we'll be visiting you. But we miss you. We do. A lot. A lot. hope to see you soon. Yes. Now, next question. What are you most proud of coming out of season one? I think what I'm most proud of is how much we've been able to work together. Not everything's been easy. Mm -hmm. But I think being able to try and manage each other's time being able to develop skills like we were talking about earlier i think that's what i'm most proud of be the ability to have learned new things and adjusted to every situation i think that's what i'm most proud of i i i'm on board with that yeah i think i'm proud of um how strong our friendship has stayed and grown mm-hmm. i think that obviously it's interesting thinking back to the first episode when we kind of dig deep about how we had that huge fight yeah. and we weren't friends and like just taking a look at us now and where we're sitting, we're just so comfortable and like it's, it's, we're completely like we're working together and building something great together. Do you know what I mean? So like the passion and the love for the podcast is equal on both sides. Yeah. We love very proud of that. You know what I mean? The fact that we've both kept it up and we've both um, put our heart and soul into it every single week and get really excited about recording and posting and everything else. You know, like I think that's what I'm most proud of. Yeah, just our ability to really keep it going. And like the fact that we have plans for second season already and like we've talked about yeah. video and all that and everything else. Like I think that I'm proud that we're looking ahead. Like we're looking to the future. We think there's a future here. And even if there's not, we're going to continue it because we love it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not always for something. It can just be for us, mm-hmm. I think, in the mm-hmm. end. Next question is, what have we learned this season? I've learned how to time manage this season. I think better because obviously because I do social I have to post like more frequently and then obviously with Maria doing the editing she's like that's like a two hour three hour thing yeah. usually every Monday so like the time management's obviously got to be there I think we've learned a lot about each other and yeah. how we work what works for us in terms of setting and how much time we need and how we talk to each other we we have frequent conversations about the tone of voice we use with each other over text because Mm -hmm. both of us are very strong personalities very headstrong very um to the point blunt like some would say savage Mm -hmm. (laughs) but sometimes we tend to talk like that with each other and it doesn't necessarily mean what it's coming off as i think we've kind of learned how to navigate how each other speaks to one another yeah no for sure that. in person and over text yeah i resonate with that um completely i uh i think also how to deal with each other's anxieties like yeah. in terms of things like we've learned a lot about each other's like mental for and sure how we view things and how i look at it versus what maria you, looks at we've it, like. learned a lot of like 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 you were saying i've learned a lot about you and the way we, we both handle things yeah and ems realize i can be as much as i'm not ocd in terms of like real life things like when it comes to this stuff like i'm very like 
on the dot. And then right. M's also very like certain things will will get her um more nervous or more excited like, or more anxious. And then we like you learn to really understand each other, and that's how our friendship has even grown even further because we've yeah. understood each other to another level. I think we've learned to a be work business level. partners. Literally a business friends. a business partner. And and that's when you you have to separate like you can be having a conversation about like your weekend and whatever stupidities you've done. And then you have to go, okay, now business, what are we doing this week? And it's like, you, you learn to just flip flop yeah. back and forth and manage like almost two lives with each other back and forth. I think and that- I think also honesty, like we've learned how to mm-hmm. be completely dead ass honest. Like yeah. I don't like that. That needs to be capitalized. Is it a big deal? Yes. It's annoying as shit that I'm asking you to capitalize this, but it needs to be capitalized because yeah. we need to keep it consistent. Or we need to be more consistent on social media. And like, we have to take that criticism from each other because we are business partners yeah. now, as well like, as best at friends. first criticism, like I'll give you guys an example. I had told them something about social. Sometimes it doesn't get taken in the way you want it to have meant. Right. Or like I write something on the caption and it was like, I don't agree. Then it's like, <laughs> you have to come back and forth. Right. So like you, we also learned how to take criticism from each other and you can't find it as an attack. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. Like you can't think that it's like we're coming for you who you are. You just remember like you're also business partners. If and you, the benefit of the, of yeah, the project. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. I don't agree. Okay. Let's talk about it. How can we fix it? That's the best way to like you learn how to just manage. Well, hundred percent. And even before we started recording this episode, we were talking about kind of next season and what the plan is. Yeah. And we were like, okay, we need to time manage this. Like, okay. Yeah. So what works for the schedule? Like what about mid November? We need to get this done quicker because mm-hmm. it's going to be editing. You know what I mean? Like you have to talk those things out. And like, that might not work for Maria. So we're going to make it work for her schedule or whatever else it might be, yeah. vice versa, right? Like you need to learn to adapt exactly. to each other because you're two different people, two different schedules, yeah. two different minds and outlooks, yeah. you know? But I think that at the same time as saying that, I think that we've really aligned ourselves yeah. these last, like, what has it been? Four months? Yeah. yeah. Like, I think we've really aligned um, as like a whole of what we want this podcast Nothing was going to run 100% smoothly. No, not at all. We already knew that that going in. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think like looking back at all the episodes and like the fun and the highs and the lows that we've had, like it's all, it just, it's, it's a good feeling. It is. You're like, yeah, whatever. Some things haven't come easy, but it's like, we got through that together. We got through that as friends and business partners. And we're still sitting across the table from each other, smiling like a bunch of losers. (laughs) Cause we're just, we're just happy. Like we're, we're just happy to be here. And like, we're, we're so excited to have season two coming. We're going to be launching it in January. Yeah. So we are going to take about, what is it? A month and a half, two months off. Yeah. Like I think we're going to launch because we launched July 7th for the first season. I think we'll do like January 7th to kind of keep it on brand. See that how my brain works OCD Maria's like I don't understand yeah (laughs) you know what I mean but yeah like beginning of January starting fresh in the new year hopefully have some some epic video content coming at you we do and the reason why we are cutting the season at 15 episodes is because this is our first season yeah we need time for ourselves to kind of get together and we want to make next season bigger and better and better so we just really want to make it so much more fun for each other and for you guys to listen to and now watch i think it'll be so much more fun to see our faces because the the one thing about maria and i is our facial expressions are like dead ass on point. they like, tell all you can look at, i can look at maria and know exactly what she's feeling <laughs> just based on her face it's and true. i think it'll be fun for all of you guys to kind of see that aspect too of how we interact with each other 
what we are actually thinking based on our faces. Yeah. Like it's a, it's a thing. So yeah. I think that'll be really fun. And also to like, to maybe even look good, you know, try yeah. a little bit harder. <laughs> Cause season. if you see us right she's now. in a beanie right now and my hair is like falling out of its messy <laughs> bun. Like it's no makeup sweats. Oh, like it's God. a look, yeah. but that'll be really fun um, for us. And we're also going to have guests next season. We are. We are. So we're going to tap into some of our networks and our relationships we've made and see what kind of topics we can hammer out with them and, in terms of uh, guests coming on the show and stuff. So yeah, so it'll we'll, be really fun. I know. I know I'm really excited. Like I'm really excited right now. I'm like, I'm really, it's like bittersweet. Like I'm really sad that this is the last episode, but I'm also like excited to take a break and like kind of refresh. Even though our break's going to be like a week long. Cause we got a lot of planning. Yeah. And we were like, <laughs> Maria goes, let's take a week and just, you know, refresh. I was like a week. She's like, yep. And then we're right back into She's it. She's like, Oh, I'm so, like, no, like, a week is what we're going to get. Week, and that's and then it. we need to brainstorm and like, and then start getting ready, ready for the second season. Yeah, so, so, I mean, but you know what? This is the thing. And this is such a cliche term. When you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. Exactly. Even though this is not a paid opportunity, we never intended it we, to No, be. we didn't. We didn't. We never went into it being like, oh, we want to get sponsors and get paid. To, we just like to talk. That's we exactly do. what it is. We like to spend time with each other. We like to vibe off each other. We like to laugh with each other. So it was more so just for us to have fun. Exactly. And then the fact that you guys... Um, also loved it as much as we did just makes it so much better obviously mm-hmm. so we're just really excited I think to just get it going even even more badass next season I know you know so we want to thank you one last thank time you so much we love you guys I have children I don't know I'm, I know I know, so I know it's weird it's weird I can't believe we're already done but we love you guys so much we thank you for all of your support we've seen we've taken in all of your beautiful and amazing messages we've never been so happy to have the the support that you guys have given us. We didn't expect it. So and grateful. So, so grateful. We're beyond grateful. And thank you once again. And we we just can't wait. We can't wait for season two. We hope you all have an amazing like holiday season. I know yeah. depending on what's going on with COVID, but just Cherish please, families. please stay safe, stay healthy. And we thank you once again. And we, you know, we hope you'll join us on this journey next season. But yes. if you don't, it's, it's literally, literally fine. fine. <laughs> <laughs>